It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, Freddie uh, 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 feeling himself after that big win in Buffalo. However, sir, you're talking about the best QB in the league. Let's get the introduction started. We got a busy week 10 to talk about. We got waiver wire pickups. We got the doc in the building because we got injuries, of course, to talk about. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Fred wasn't talking about Josh Allen. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, TSS Fantasy, what's going on, guys? Um, as usual, you got to subscribe. You got to hit that notifications bell because you're going to want to hit all the content we're going to be dishing out for the whole week. We've got our TGIF show, but before that, we've got our big game Wednesday, and you're going to want this one because we got the 7-1 and one Vikings, and we've got those Buffalo Bills, maybe Josh allen list, so it's going to really mix it up. Mm. So it's going to be great, guys. Um, and, yeah, as usual, you can go check out our rankings. Mine aren't up as per usual, but I know that Commission's up, and I know that Nick's up. So, hey, I trust those guys. <laughs> well, don't forget, Freddie likes to attach himself, attach himself to me as well, since he doesn't. He's too damn lazy to do him on his own. Let's welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Thank you, Justin. You keep forgetting yours are with mine. Remember, <laughs> yours are with mine. Okay, I I got you. So Re- revision, uh, revision, minor in. <laughs> right, 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 right. So yeah. So uh, is it too early? To put those five dollars on Case Keenum, we'll talk about that one tonight. Mm. And also, yes, hit the subscribe button. Go to the website. Check out the merchandise again. 
All of our rankings are up. We we got them up early just for you, just for you, our fans, our our guests in the show. Uh, we love you, especially whenever you make your comments. You make this show go. So, hey, keep it coming, folks. Keep it coming. You talk about rankings, Justin heads the hell out. All right, let's off <laughs> to the studio. Fred the Jester Reyes. Welcome to <laughs> Listen, man, this has got to be one of the best seasons I've been a part of in a long time. I am happy. It's football time. And, you know, it, it's been a long time since I get to watch meaningful November December games. Well, hey, hey, listen, fantasy's going strong. Loving my teams. I can't ask for anything better, man. I, I'm happy. Yeah, man, it really is true. Like, you know, I'm always waiting for that, you know, other foot to drop, as I always say with the Dolphins, but it does truly feel like this is getting to be a little magical type season. Really, AFC East is looking great. So we got a lot to talk about. First, no Patriots. Zach Kurtz, thank you for uh, t- tuning in, excuse me, tonight. We appreciate you. What is up to you as well, my, my brother? All right, let's talk real quick. Hit that subscribe button like Justin mentioned. Uh, we're giving away something soon. We're going to do jerseys. going to be something. I've, I've started I think stuff we should give like the Christmas bananas to give out three gifts. Okay. That's what I think. Freddie coming out of pocket for the people. Yes, I am. Three gifts to all subscribers, and we'll do it like a week before Christmas. There might be some All right, you heard, you heard it here first. Freddie, you know, his tummy may look like Santa, but no, just kidding. All right, so yeah, make sure you check that out. Hit that subscribe button and notification button. Go to tssfantasy.com. Check out our rankings. Do the whole thing. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the pro- promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. All this great stuff that we do. Nick, why do we do all these crazy things? Because we do what we want. And not only do what we want, we do what the people want. That's why we do it. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Nick. It's because we do what the people want. But just like George Kittle is the people's tight end, we are the fantasy show of the people. people you got it! The <laughs> fantasy show of the people, indeed. All right, let's get it started. It's week 10. We got the doc in. Let's talk some injuries. Let's bring in the doc. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spot, give me a hand. The doctor it's in. It is week 10 and things are getting really hot under the collar. Not a lot of injuries this week, but you know, there were some certain ones and we got some guys coming back. Welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Hey, it's great to be here, guys. Let's start with the dumpster fire that is Green Bay right now. So (laughs) Packers sitting at three and six. Let's talk about Aaron Jones to start. Uh, He left week nine in the third quarter after hurting his ankle. Seen after the game in a walking boot, which is, you know, never a great sign. But the good news after that was that his x-rays were negative and he is expected to face off against the Cowboys this weekend. So if there's anything to be encouraged by in Green Bay, maybe it's Aaron Jones returning. Yeah, I was actually kind of hopeful um, if he did go down, at least that opens the door for some semblance of a fantasy um, person from Green Bay because then A.J. Dillon's just all him. Um, but right now, like I said, that offense, we talked about it all last week. You know, you basically heard it all around America. If this 
offense doesn't get going against Detroit, they have problems. Well, Houston, we got problems. Who else we got, Doc? Uh, Green Bay still has problems. Romeo Dobbs taken to the locker room after the first play of the game this past weekend, diagnosed with a high ankle sprain. He's expected to miss four to six weeks. So the news just gets worse out of Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, again, you could tell by the end of that game that he was a little off with Sammy Watkins on that last um, throw, which, you know, hey, that happens. But that's a, you know, a telling sign in a last play of a game. The receiver and the quarterback are on the same page, though. Lots of problems, again, going on in Green Bay. Who else we got, Doc? What about Josh Allen? So if you ask him, he's got, quote, slight pain in his throwing Mm -hmm. elbow. But I think it goes a little deeper than this, right? So it looks like he's got an ulnar collateral ligament strain, UCL for short. Pop culture just describes this as the Tommy John ligament. And we see this a lot in baseball. It may be compounded, the ligament there may be compounded with some damage to his ulnar nerve. So anatomically, we're talking about the region right here on the inside of his elbow. And if you flick right behind that big elbow bone on the inside, the funny bone, he's got a lot of stuff happening there. There was some some dramatic sideline footage of him jumping in pain following this test we call the, quote, milking maneuver. Yes, that's a real thing. You can milk anything with nipples. It was the can milking just, maneuver. Demonstrate that for us, Doc. So I'm going to demonstrate the milking maneuver. It's actually this right here. Not this right here, but this right here. Hmm. He had that done on the sideline. And you saw him jumping with pain. I mean, it was really dramatic. So that test is positive. When you have pain, that test is positive for some type of damage to a portion of the Tommy John ligament of the elbow. So I don't want to go jumping to too many conclusions. And I want to quote Stefania Bell because she really hit the nail on the head with this. She said, looking at the mechanism of injury where Josh Allen's forearm was hit as he prepared to throw, this fits the UCL and ulnar nerve. But before everyone panics, let's wait and see what the details are. There's a range of outcomes depending on the severity. So, yes, there's something going on, but we don't know yet. It's too soon to tell how severe it is. I'm optimistic neither one of these is too serious because he did throw a ball over 69 yards two plays later, right? I mean, he fired that thing downfield. So it's apparent it's not fully torn and the ulnar nerve is still intact. Barring something unexpected happening in practice this week, I expect him to be wearing a protective brace. Um, and he'll probably be playing this weekend. But the take-home message from this is that the milking maneuver is this right here, <laughs> not that right there, right? Well, now you know if you're watching on the sidelines, you know what they're doing with the players. That's why you're here watching. We give you all the educational stuff. <laughs> I thought you was on the sideline like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, Only oh, you, Fred. Only you. Right. We'll see. Yeah, that was. W- <laughs> That wouldn't bother Freddie at all, that maneuver. All right, what else we got, Doc? I don't think I'm going to top that this season. So <laughs> quick update on a couple guys. Let's talk about Zeke first. Uh, talked about him a few weeks ago after he took that hit, and we said it's a good thing his leg wasn't in contact with the ground, right? He sustained a deep thigh bruise, and we didn't know at the time, a grade two MCL sprain. This was during week seven. I did speculate on this segment that he was going to play in week eight. It was a surprise to me that he sat, but he was also able to rest during the bye week. He is expected to be good to return this week, however. All right. That's big news, um, you know, coming off this bye week. So big news there. Who else we got? Yeah, a couple of guys who won't be back this week. Number one, Marquise Brown. Um, On October 18th, we said he was going to be out six weeks with a non-surgical foot fracture. He's on the IR, but he did make some news recently by saying he'd be, quote, back soon in a tweet. 
but he's not going to be back for at least two more weeks. So don't get too excited. We're still looking at week 12 as Marquise Brown expected return date. Kind of the same with Jamar Chase. He's still managing his hip injury as the Bengals approach their week 10 bye. So he's got this week, probably next. He's also looking at a likely week number 12 return. Oh, man. I know owners are frantically waiting for those guys to get back in that arsenal for the playoff runs. Um, Got anyone else, Doc? That's all I got for you guys tonight. Well, we do appreciate your time. It's invaluable at this time because, like I said, it's week 10. We're getting close to it. You know, we got to learn how to milk players. I mean, we learn (laughs) it all here on TSS, that's for sure. We do appreciate you. We're about to bring our guest in tonight. It is waiver wire time. I was about to say waiver wire Wednesday, but it's Tuesday. It's waiver wire time. So we're going to have a champs or chumps debate with two of our guests, Dustin and Alex here in just a few. Doc, we do appreciate you and we'll see you next week. Hey, then, gentlemen. All right, so like I said, it is waiver wire time, and I don't know why I decided to go out in the back because it is completely pouring right now here in Florida. (laughs) Gotta love it. All right, gotta welcome into the studio first, Alex from the 420 Fantasy Football Hustler. Welcome into the studio, friend. Hey, what's going on, guys? We appreciate having you. Uh, We And again, this is going to be a fun time talking waiver wire ads. We got we got our own sophistication station. Andrew checking in. Appreciate you, my brother, from Divots and Pivots. All right. Also, welcome into the studio. Dustin, welcome in, my friend. You're here to take on Alex. Are you ready? I am ready. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you guys coming in. We're going to give you a good chance to plug wherever you guys are from and all the great content you have. But before we do that, it's time to play Champs or Chumps. So let's get it on. Let's get ready to rumble. thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but damn, and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm going to give this one to Mike, so Caleb for just right now. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> We go from milking people's injuries to champs or chumps. You got to love it. We get, bring it all here on TSS. It's time to debate waiver wire targets. Alex, we're going to start with you. We're going to start with quarterbacks. Give me your big waiver wire target this week for quarterback. It's got to be Justin Fields. I mean, 69% rostered, so he's still going to be out there. All these questions that I'm getting on my show I know that he's available in a bunch of leagues. Going up against the Detroit Lions, you got to love it because he's going to be running all over him. I don't know if he's putting up a buck seventy-five, but I think we can lock him in for a hundred to one hundred and twenty yards on the ground, easy. 
Yeah, he looked real, real nice this week for sure. Um, going back and forth with Tua. So for sure, if he is out in your league, man, please give me your invite. All right, Dustin, let's go to you, my friend. Who is your big waiver wire pickup this week? Well, I actually want to make a pivot from the one I sent you guys earlier with some new information. I originally recommended Matt Ryan, but it sounds like he's got a shoulder injury and whoever the new coaches are, are sticking with Sam Ellinger. So I'm going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, owned in 32% of the league, so reasonably more available than Justin Fields. Uh, got some good matchups coming up. Chargers, um, who are 22nd, giving up 22nd most, not great, but then Arizona, New Orleans, and then Miami, completing 66% of his passes, 11 touchdowns, four interceptions on the year. I think he's got a good slate for the rest of the year if you're looking for a quarterback. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner dustin coming in round one already pivoting nick what say you who's our winner excuse me for round one uh i am most definitely gonna have to go with alex uh not only is because he shares my son's name uh he has picked up uh justin fields and i picked up justin fields last week and his schedule uh coming up is detroit falcons he's got a tough one against the jets then he goes to uh, Green Bay and then Eagles. So uh, if if you're coming up, uh, if your starter is on a bye or injured, dude, you gotta go with Justin Fields. I mean, the the past month he's just been put up numbers that we thought he would never hit. Well, we're gonna talk about um, who would you rather later, but it might not even be a bye situation right now. The way he's playing, you might be putting him over Tom Brady's and the well, obviously Aaron Rodgers. And those type of players. So very impressive for sure. Alex, good job. You take round one. Let's go to round number two. Cooper, I'd put you in before I put Rodgers in. You got more heart than he does. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to go to round two. We're going to go to Dustin to start us off. Give us your big waiver wire target at running back this week. At running back. I got Chase Edmonds. Uh, got traded to Denver. It's a ambiguous situation there with Melvin Gordon. Now Chase Edmonds comes in. We still got Philip Lindsay, or sorry, not uh, Latavius Murray there. Uh, looking at the snaps in Week Nine, Melvin Gordon had forty, Latavius Murray had thirty-one. I think there's plenty of room for them to slide Chase Edmonds in, who had a good start to the season in Miami, backing up to Raheem Mostert. They seem to want him from that trade. It uh, didn't seem like he was a throw, and it seemed like that was someone they wanted in that trade. So I think they're going to use him. That system can support two running backs, so I think he's going to take over for probably Latavius Murray there, and I think he's going to get valuable work. Yeah, he definitely – I mean, if there's an opportunity in a running back uh, uh, 
whatever you want to call it, workload, whatever. It's definitely in Denver because nobody's taking the reins, so to speak. No pun intended. All right, Alex, let's go to you, my friend. Give me your big waiver wire at running back this week. Well, now that Chase Edmonds is out of the way in Miami, make way for Jeff Wilson Jr. He didn't. He was dropped because CMC was picked up over there and traded to the Niners, and everyone probably even dropped him even more because of the bye week. He gets traded, doesn't have a bye week. He's only 50% rostered in redraft. He out-touched and out-snapped Raheem Moster in his first game over there. McDaniels brought him in because he knows the system and he's going to fit in nicely. I think he's the number one over there right off the bat. Ooh, number one, he mm-hmm. says. But either way, um, you know, the way the way Mike McDaniels has approached this backfield, even with Chase Edmonds, they use Miles Gaskin. They're not trying to kill Raheem Moster, which is why I think he's sustained himself so long this season, which hallelujah for that. Nick, what say you, my friend? Who wins round two? Oh, this is too easy. I'm going to go with my name is Jeff. Uh, Alex wins wins uh, round two. Jeff Wilson Jr. stepped in and l- literally took the job from, from Mofter. But uh, it's funny that they're both San Francisco running backs, and now they're both back on the same team. Yeah, Opposite they were they work well with each other, so that's definitely a good sign for this Dolphin uh, running back. They play well Exactly. All right, well, let's go to round three. Dustin, you're down 0-2. Got to bring it back. We're going to start with Alex on this one. Let's go to receiver. Give us your big receiver pickup this week. Let's go, Miko Hardman. Everybody, uh, it was weird because people dropped him because Kadarius Phoney was, went over to Kansas City. He's not doing anything over there. They're looking for Miko Hardman in the red zone. They're giving him uh, touches out of the backfield, you know, on the jet sweeps and things like that. There's a lot of trash out there on the waivers, but I want someone attached to Patrick Mahomes. And if he's getting the ball like CEH was getting the ball in the red zone in the beginning of the season, which over the last two games, that's what it looks like. That's who I want to attach myself to. All right. I like you. Can't argue with that. Dustin, what say you? What's your big waiver wire receiver pickup this week? If I'm looking for someone on waivers for a wide receiver this week, I want someone who can potentially win me leagues, not just a flash in the pan like McCole Harbin. Give me Odell Beckham Jr., He will probably sign this week, if not next. He gets the benefit of choosing where he wants to go. So he's going to pick a team that has a good offense, that's going to suit his skills, and is probably going to be a Super Bowl contender. Last year, those last seven games with the Rams, five touchdowns over seven games, still has it, is cleared to play medically. I just like where he could be. Now, the only issue is he may sit for another week. If he doesn't sign this week, you may be stuck with him. But this is a time you have to pick him up before he signs. Because if he signs with Dallas, with Buffalo, with the Rams, those are high-volume offenses that he will excel in. So I think he's. this is the week you got to pick him up if you want to stash him on your roster. Yeah, I mean, whispers of the Cowboys. I mean, lots of teams. Um, you know, hey, he'd fit well with the Ravens, I think, too. I mean, there's a lot of teams that need receivers. Could be a great fit for anyone. Nick, what say you? Who wins round three? Yeah, Dustin, I do agree with you. Uh, I'm going to have to go with you on this one. Uh, even though you might have to wait uh, just a, another week or so, he's got more of that inline 15 to 20 points per game rather than uh, Harmon does. Harmon seems very touchdown dependent, whereas uh, Beckham, uh, he can go from the the uh, one of the one like five times. So uh, I'll take OBJ. Could go zero to hero real quick. All right, let's go to the tight end position. Dustin, we'll go start with you on this. Give us your big tight end pickup this week. 
I'm going to throw a little curveball out there and say Noah Fant for the Seattle Seahawks. We've talked a lot. Everyone's talking about Geno Smith, how great he's playing right now. Everybody's loving DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Noah Fant last week got six targets, played 44 snaps, and saw ran 24 routes. He's out playing Will Disley. Now, Will Disley did get four targets, but Noah Fant is starting to pick up in that offense. That offense is starting to click more. Ken Walker's doing great out of the backfield. I like where you can get him for free. He's owned in about 18% of leagues, so he's pretty much available in every league you're in except for a few that are real deep. He's playing 14 snaps, so 50% of his snaps are played in the slot position, so he's getting weaker coverage, and he's got three snaps, so 10% of his snaps were out wide, so he's not playing in line as much as Will Disley is. So I like his availability and his opportunities in Seattle's offense. All right, can't argue with that. Let's go to you, Alex. Who's your big tight end pickup of the week? Greg Dulcich, he was dropped a bunch on uh, when they went on by. Anyone who was smart picked up a guy like him to play him when Travis Kelsey was on by, and you were super stoked because you pick up a tight end one. He's only played three games. He's only been a tight end one for all three of those games. This is the first draft pick from this new Denver Broncos regime. They've been stroking him off ever since the preseason, saying how much they love him. Besides Cortland Sutton, the only one out there, well, him and Tim Patrick got paid. Besides that, is Dolchich to the moon. They don't like anyone else there, and he's ran as many routes uh, per um, per snap as any other tight end in the league. We're talking Travis Kelsey. We're talking Mark Andrews. I don't want my tight end blocking for fantasy. I want him out there catching. Heard that. Like that a lot. Nick, what say you? Who wins round number four? Uh, I like round number four for Dustin this week just for, uh, for two reasons, and they're very slim. Uh, number one, I like it because uh, Noah Fant's probably much more available in, in leagues, so you can actually get him rather than than, than Dulcich. And two, uh, he's got a better matchup this week against uh, Tampa Bay, who again I said they're turning in they're turning in into the yucks uh, as of late. So I'm going to go with Noah Fant. And number three, we always have to get to round five. So there was just no. That had to we don't have to. We get to. We get to. We don't have to. Let's go to the defense. This is round five, the money round for champs or chumps on waiver wire. We need a streaming defense. Alex, save us. What's our streaming D this week? We're going with the Saints. They've had a couple off weeks, but uh, this is going to be one of those weeks that they turn it around. I mean, last week, that going up against the Ravens, I mean, they're probably going to be dropped by a bunch of teams. But, yeah, they, they got a money they got a money matchup this week, and I'm, I'm going with the Saints in a big bounce-back match. Yeah, the Steelers not looking all that great on offense. I do agree it's a good matchup. Let's say you, Dustin, what's our streaming D of the week? I'm going to take the Denver Broncos. They're playing the Tennessee Titans, who are either going to have a hobbled Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, who can throw maybe 15 passes and complete six of them. They also get, after that, they get Vegas and then Carolina. So two really good matchups in the next three weeks, and Las Vegas isn't has been hit or miss. Uh, so I like their defense. Coming off a bye, they have time to retool, losing Bradley Chubb, but I think coming off a bye, giving that extra rest and that extra pre- preparation for Tennessee, I think they'll be good. Yeah, I like that a lot, and especially the next couple um, as well. So not a bad defensive option. Nick, it's up to you, my friend. Two good arguments. Who's our winner tonight? Yeah, I don't know how Denver is on uh, your waivers in in your league. Please get me in that league. Uh, I'm going to go with Dustin. I'm going to take the Broncos on on this one. Again, they got a good matchup. Slightly better than Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is a straight-up dumpster fire that 
this year. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with Dustin on this one. He said slightly better. Slightly than better. Slightly. All right. Well, that that will conclude it. Then Dustin, you are tonight's winner. Congratulations. <laughs> Let me do the Kirk Cousins, get some chains, and take my shirt off. Yeah, let, well, no, maybe not no, the keep your shirt off. on. Keep yeah, your shirt maybe, on. <laughs> you, maybe you can keep that on. But listen, Alex, you might have won this in round four. I mean, we had the we had the audience protest, so we appreciate you being on. You're still a winner tonight, but unfortunately on TSS, when you're the loser, you get the reward. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Under protest, though. Under protest. Oh, I will say that Greg Dulcich, he's only rostered in 36% of leagues. So, I mean, one out of uh, two out of every three leagues he's available in. And I'll take him every single day of the week and twice on Sunday over. Yeah, no, I I agree with you on Dulcich. If he's available, man, he's a great uh, streaming option for sure. All right. Well, we had to have a winner. Dustin, we'll start with you then since you are the winner tonight. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content, my friend. Yeah, you can follow me at the DUnit13 on Twitter. Uh, try to be as active as possible. Also, check us out at QBList.com. Uh, I'm our sit-start manager. Uh, Justin, my friend up there, is uh, helpful out writing some of our sit-start articles. They come out every Thursday. We cover every game, pretty much every player. Um, and then we also have a What We Saw article that come out on Monday and Tuesdays. We cover every game, kind of give you an in-depth look of the box scores and what we actually saw. So we have writers who cover, who watch every game and do a little recap on it. So check us out at QB list. You, you can subscribe there to get on our discord and chat with us on a regular basis about pretty much anything. We got channels for football, but we got ones for hockey and baseball and all sorts of nonsense, movies, TVs. It's a great community, but yeah, check me out on Twitter and check us out at QB Appreciate you, Alex, the loser tonight, but friend, you are the winner when it comes to names. Faux 20 fantasy football. Gotta love it. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff, friend. So if you go to fantasyfootballhustler.com, that gets you everywhere on YouTube. That's where we're doing most of the stuff. 420 Fantasy Hustler, Fantasy Football Hustler. Uh, we've dropped 64 videos and live streams just over the last 30 days. So no one's grinding harder than us. I, I don't even know how many hours of live streams we've done. But just on every Sunday, we're, we're doing about, I'd say, about nine hours uh, worth of live streams for the morning games and for the Sunday night. So it's a big 420 session and a bunch of cool people in the chat throughout the entire time. Come check what? us out. Oh, and everything's in podcast form. Hustlerpod.com. That'll get you everywhere. Make sure you go follow, subscribe, get all his great stuff. Everyone loves a good 420 sesh. That is for sure. Guys, we appreciate you both being in. It was a great contest. We got we just sit here and debated ourselves some good waiver wire ads. Well, were they sophisticated? Well, we're going to find out here in a second because our boy Andrew LaDuke come from his sophistication station to give us some sophisticated waiver wire picks. Alex, Dustin, appreciate you guys coming in. Hopefully we'll bring you in some other time. We appreciate you guys. Peace out, Thank guys. You. We're back for another stop at Sophistication Station. After a week off, you know, I had to get a little extra sophisticated. This could pay off, right? Anyways, let's get back to the fantasy football, because there are some guys who could be useful for us 
Someone like Jeff Wilson, who is still only 44% owned uh, in ESPN leagues right now, uh, has jumped into a clear better role in Miami. Uh, yes, it's technically a timeshare, but the fact that it was his first week in there with Raheem Mostert, I think Wilson is going to have a continued role there. So be on the lookout for Jeff Wilson. Uh, he might be harder to get, but he could still be out there. And then McCole Hardman has had multiple, I think it's four uh, straight double-digit games uh, for fantasy points in a row now. He has become uh, a, a red zone weapon specifically for, for Mahomes in the red zone. So McCole Hardman at 36% owned on ESPN right now. Go and see if he's available. And then to follow that up, Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, continuing to get targeted more. He's uh, a, a man of consistency so far this year. Uh, typically, his, his ceiling has seemed to be around 12 points, uh, but he hasn't had a touchdown yet. If he gets into the uh, into the end zone, he could be seeing around 20 points, and that could be a difference maker for you on these upcoming bye weeks. And then Van Jefferson, 8.9% t- uh, owned in ESPN, saw five targets in his first week back. He didn't catch any of them, but to be expected, a little rusty as his first game back, but still, to see that Stafford is targeting him five times is a great sign, and uh, McVay being so public about wanting to use him, Van Jefferson could be a key player down the stretch here for a lot of fantasy teams. And then last but not least, Terrace Marshall in Carolina. Uh, slowly getting a little more consistent, a little more involved. I look for him to be continued. We will see have to see who's going to be a quarterback there. We saw Baker Mayfield over, uh, which has not been the greatest, but he looked all right in that second half. So we keep an eye on that. But Terrace Marshall at 8.4% owned in ESPN leagues. I'll see you next week some, for some more sophistication. Andrew bringing the sophistication to our waiver wire pickups. Also in the comment section, um, he wanted to let us know his Powerball didn't pay off, and apparently I misspelled Mercole Hardman. Um, but Andrew, fuck off! How many videos do you make? Shut up! All right, let's get on. We got some our own waiver wire stuff to talk about. <laughs> let's talk about some waiver wire. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, Justin, let's go to you. Let's give us your waiver wire ads for this week, friend. So are we doing it uh, QB and then RB? We can go QB around. I forgot, to be honest with you, I didn't get a chance to write down everyone's thing, so I forgot if everyone had one or not. But let's go around. Let's go QB. Who's your big QB pick of this week? Sounds good. Uh, It's a revenge game for Jacoby Brissett going back to Miami. So Miami is allowing the most points to the quarterback right now. Yeah, explain that one, Commission. Um, they're also Thank <laughs> Also, they are allowing the most rushing yards to the quarterback. Guess what? Your boy Brissett is has the eleventh most rushing yards. Has two rushing court. Has two rushing touchdowns. Is top ten in red zone carries. 
This man is going to have himself a game, a revenge game against Miami. And divots and pivots, I see your little comment there. Explain revenge. Um, I'll tell you what. Commissioner Cooper, all the shit that he talks, that warrants mm-hmm. a little revenge game for Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, listen, the cartoon Bill Cosby lookalike ain't going to have but 150 yards come Sunday. That's for sure. Nick, give us your waiver wire pick up this week. And truth be told, to be true, uh, fully transparent, none of us won the Powerball. That's why we're here. Uh, so, so, so I'm going to go with with our good old friend Danny Dimes. Uh, right now, he ranks fourth in in rushing yards amongst quarterbacks with 363, um, and he's just a little bit above uh, after Josh Allen. Now he's got three rushing t- TDs and is tied for third most among with Trevor Lawrence. But here's the thing: he's uh, he's 60 percent available in 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 leagues, and maybe he will bring his put, put in pops. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure they got roofies in them too. All so right, anyway, you're supposed to keep going while I pop those up. Okay, so he's playing Houston right now. Houston is fifth against quarterbacks, right? However, they're 30 seconds against they're 30 30 second against running backs. So that's where uh, Jones is is going to get the majority of his yards. Um, so I'm going to say if, if you're in a pinch, uh, get Daniel Jones, he's a 17th ranked overall and he's earning 16.3 fantasy points per game this week. So again, Danny dimes could be your man. Danny dropping dimes. Fred, do you, what do you have this week? I'm interested in that. I have Marcus <laughs> Mariota. Um, obviously Ooh. we don't pick him many times throughout the year, but he just posted 250. 50 yards and three touchdowns against the Panthers in week eight. Panthers are kind of in a slide. They don't know what they're doing lately, and they've got to get him again in week 10. So every, every main, his floor remains high just on the fact he's playing the Panthers. Yeah, and, I mean, what a great game. I mean, we're going to talk about that tomorrow night, but what a great game last time between these two. So hopefully uh, it, it continues. All right, let's go to running backs. Give us your uh, running back there, just down. Uh, yeah, Chuba Hubbard. So Chuba Hubbard's supposed to get back to practice this week. Last week was very uneventful for Deonta Foreman's season. He only had 21 total yards last week um, in a a matchup that, you know, was kind of almost looking like a plus matchup, uh, at least the way I was talking it up it was. Uh, But the last time that they played the Falcons, he went for 110 yards and three touchdowns. That's Deonta Foreman, of course. Chuba Hubbard was, you know, kind of in a timeshare split. He was... I think the starter for that game against Tampa. So if he comes back into this, he brings that, you know, element of the receiving back to it. Donta Foreman is not the receiving back. If Chuba Hubbard's on the field, he is the receiving back. So if he can bring that back to it, I think he has a good chance to win somebody some, you know, money in DFS or, you know, be a good supplement this week for a bye week running back. Um, yeah. And last week, they gave up two touchdowns to Austin Eckler. What's Austin Eckler? A receiving running back. Yeah, and I mean, again, they're pretty much Swiss cheese, uh, Detroit Lion-esque, if you will, um, defensively. So not a bad matchup. Nick, what say you, friend? Okay, sorry. I'm I'm watching the election results come in. Oh, uh, God. So anyway, Jesus, hey. <laughs> one week, now the election. You are literally living up to your old man frame, bro. I love it. Go well, ahead. this stuff matters but oh anyway we'll God, go on 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. So anyway, uh, I'm going to talk about this week. I'm going to bring up, bring him up again. Got Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, him and Raheem Mostert both had nine carries. However, 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 uh, um, Wilson out, outgained, outgained Mostert 51 yards to 26. And he had three, three receptions for, for 26 yards. It's going to be a timeshare. But however, uh, I believe Jeff Wilson. They didn't bring it. They didn't bring him in there to sit. So he's. I think he's going to get the bulk of the carries. I think he's going to get the bulk of the work. So pick him up going forward against um, every other team out there, including <laughs> Cleveland. Here's the thing, Nick. Politics don't matter on this show. All right, let's. And go. he's only owned in fifty percent of leagues. So pick him up. Who's your running back pickup this week? Uh, mine is Kyron Williams from the Rams. Okay, so. Uh, I've been hearing some stuff that he's going to come back this week. He was good. He could have came back last week. They held him one more week and that he's going to have a big role. Um, obviously, you know that Darrell Henderson is not doing really much. Cam Akers is barely any playing. So Williams can actually become the starter as soon as he comes in and take most of the reps. So why not give him a chance with the Rams offense? They need a good running back anyway. Try to get back to what they were last year. Yeah, good. Um, you know, like I said, a good uh running back core to get involved in since no one's really stepping up and taking the, <clears throat> taking the helm. So uh, you might be right there. Could be a big boom for you for the playoffs. Justin, what's say you for receiver? Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, he made this a sophistication station, so he's got to be doing something right, right? I mean, at least he didn't make it on the Jays plug of the week. Then I'd really be worried. <laughs> he, he sent me a text, by the way. He sent me a text. He's like, I hit on everyone, ha! Huh? <laughs> oh, good shit, Jay. Good, good shit. <laughs> so Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's got three straight weeks of 11-plus points in fantasy, and I'm going to bring it back to to Miami kind of having Swiss cheese in that secondary, <laughs> allowing the ninth close fantasy points to wide receivers. And guess where they struggle the most against the deep right, uh, deep routes. He is the deep route wide receiver on that team. I'm not expecting 18, 20 points, but I think he can keep that consistent 11 to 15 points going. All right. If I if I don't see this on your ultimate DFS lineup, this stack, you're done. All right. Let's go to Nick. Let's say you, <laughs> let's say you are a receiver. That'd be going well, cheap. Uh, I'm getting a guy who's getting a lot of traction lately, but he's a long shot. Terrence Marshall Jr. Uh, he's he's again. Everyone's talking about him. Uh, the Falcons, they're, they're playing the Falcons this week. They're giving up 211, uh, receiving yards to, uh, wide receivers. Now, here's the thing. Um, Marshall has seen 15 targets of pass across the last two weeks. So, you know, he's got eight one, one week, seven the other. Uh, you know, he's, he's outscored actually last week. He outscored DJ Moore. So he's available in 94% of all leagues and, uh, he is the 87th, 82nd ranked wide receiver. He's only averaging 7.8 points per game. But however, Atlanta is 31st against wide receivers and they're giving up 37 points per game. So again, he is a wild card, but he is a low flex option. Go get him if you need him on your bye week. All right. I like it. Let's give a shout out to soothing ear stories. What's happening, fellas? Bandy sent me. All right. Fourth and flex coming through again. 
and divots and pivots back in. Andrew liked it. Everyone liked the sophistication station. He is fancy. No, he's so sober. Soothing ear stories. You just got to love that name. All right, Fred, what say you on receiver? Who you like this week? I got Wandale Robinson from the New York Giants. I mean, I mean, his last game out, he didn't do too well. But the previous two games before that, he had 11 fantasy points, which is good for him to scat back. But here goes the most important thing. In week 10, he got the Texans, 11 the Lions, 13 Washington, 15 Washington, and 16 Minnesota. The only two games that are hard that are coming up are the Cowboys on the 12th and the Eagles on the 14th and the 17th. You got a good five games against easy competition, so he could definitely get in there and get his uh, fantasy points. All right, I like you, Justin. Let's go to tight end. Who's your tight end pickup this week? So Justin Fields has emerged, and guess who he brought along with him? Cole Komet. Yeah, I we all knew, buddy. We all knew. <laughs> Crystal ball, we had it. <laughs> uh, so Cole Komet had a season-high six targets for him, five receptions last week. Um, he's had three touchdowns in the past two games. He's playing Detroit. What else do I need to say? I mean, go get this guy. 27% managed in ESPN leagues right now. He is widely available. People threw him off of their bench because they – Thought like, oh, it's just a one touchdown game. No, last week he had himself a game, and I think it's going to be something to kind of be, you know, looking out for in the future. I think Cole Komet has uh, he's got a little gamer in him. Yeah, he's starting to starting to live up to that potential that people were drafting him for. Nick, what say you, tight end for this week? That'd be a nice stack with Justin Fields if you can get him. Uh, so this week I got the new Gronk, Gronk 2.0, if you would. I got Kate Otten. Uh, last week, uh, he led all receivers for Tampa Bay in, in 68, with 68 yards and he had the, uh, lone touchdown. Uh, he wouldn't have got it if, um, you know, Scotty Miller could catch the ball off his face mask. But however, he, he had, he was, he was targeted five, five more times each week of the season. And, uh, this week, uh, he's playing Seattle. And Seattle is 22nd ranked against tight ends. They give up seven point. I'm sorry, they are not 22nd. They are they're 32nd, and they're they have 16. I'm sorry, and they give up 16.9 points per game. He he, Kate Otten is 22nd ranked with 7.8 yards per game. That's sad. You you average 7.8 yards per game, and you're the 22nd ranked tight end. Um, and again, he's available in 89 point of, of all leagues, 89%. So go get K. Dotton. Yeah, it looks like uh, Brady's found his replacement for Gronk in that offense. Um, so something to definitely look out for. I do agree with you there, Nick. Fred, what say you? Who's your tight end this week? Shoddy Miller. You're on mute per the fucking usual. Travis Kelsey's my uh, waiver wire of the pick of the week. Um, if he's out there in your leagues, you got to pick him up. He's the number one tight end there is. Now I just want to piss off Jason. I had Dolchich, but the guy uh, picked him earlier. Um, he is scoring 11 points per game at least three times this year. Um, he's he's a must start now. He's getting to the point of TJ Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts. I mean, he's not a top, top tier, but he's getting there too, you know, little by little. So I think he's a must start. I have him a couple of leagues myself. So I'll definitely start with Dolchich. Say his name and he shows up, Bandy. I can't wait. This is what I can't wait for. The flex starts of the week come on one of my more favorite segments you're doing, my friend. Go check out Fourth and Flex doing great stuff. Baby Gronk in this place. And also, you can check them out 
not only get his Flex Star of the Week on Friday, but they're going to go head-to-head with Patriot Sports Radio in our first tag team match of Fantasy Feud. It's going to be a big TJF this Friday. Justin, what say you, friend? Let's get that streaming D and finish it on up with the waiver wires. The Rams defense owns Kyler Murray. He Kyler Murray is one in six against them. And thanks to our friends over at Rotoviz, I was able to pull game splits for him. Ooh. So Kyler Murray scores seven less PPR points when he's playing the Rams than anybody else in the league on average. That is crazy. Um, we know Kyler Murray has not been, you know, he's been good, but he just hasn't been that great this year. Yeah, he's been playing more Call of Duty than anything else. Um, so along that road of his line, he also averages 20 less rushing yards and is 10% more likely to throw an interception against the Rams than any other opponent. You know, the Rams look good all the way up until Bra- Baby Gronk showed up. I think that the Rams, the one thing that they got going for them is that defense, and they seem to just have Kyler Murray's number. If there's any time to play them over the Patriots because they're the number one defense in fantasy right now, I would go right now. With this All right. Week. Listen, and no, I can tell you, no one does the splits like Justin. Okay, let's go to Nick. What's your streaming deal of the week? Surprise, surprise. I got the Chicago Bears. I got the Bears coming in this week. They're playing Detroit, so that helps out a lot. So uh, they're 16th against quarterbacks. Uh, They give up 16 points per game. And ironically, so does Jared Goff score 16 points per game. Uh, So they are 28th, however, against running backs. uh, And they give up 24 points per game. Both, both Williams and Swift average 14 points per game so there so there's your 28 uh we got 12th against wide receivers they give it 24 points per game uh they're winning here because mooney gets eight points per game and claypool gets nine he probably would have had more points uh last week against my miami except for that dpi no no call um and then and then we got they're playing they're fourth against the tight the tight end it doesn't matter because detroit doesn't have one so uh, I say play the Bears this week. Uh, you should come out s- successful. I'm going to call nine point plus for the Bears this week. You know, I don't care about the little shade you just because I'm going to tell you right now, if you rewatch that game, every time Justin Fields rolled out, they were holding Chris. I mean, they were holding our defensive line multiple times. So I don't care what the whiny Bears fans have to say. Uh, Fred, what say you? Let's finish it up. What's your streaming D this week? Uh, I went back with the Giants one more time. I said their schedule is, is just so it's, it's so easy that they should be that it, they should have no problem putting up points. The next two games, especially, you got the Texas and the Lions. So if you if you're not doing well right now, you don't have a solid defense. Pick them up real quick. You won't. You know, five of the last seven games are teams under five hundred. All right. So we just went over some great waiver wire picks for you guys to pick up this week. In order for you to do that, you're going to have to drop someone, right? So we've called in the judge. He's got somebody he's got to bring to his fantasy court, see who's going to drop this mm. week. Let's, let's get into fantasy court. We get back, we're going to talk about who would you rather for week 10. Let's see what the judge Thomas has to say. All rise for the Honorable Jordan C. Thomas. The court is now in session. You may be seated. Today we call to the stand Mr. Jonathan Taylor. 
Mr. Taylor, you are accused of attempted murder, of fraud, and for failure to appear. Mr. Taylor, the fraud charges brought to you, brought against you, stem from you being selected as the top overall pick in this year's fantasy drafts. While investors thought they were selecting a potential league winner, they were in fact selecting a player who would be sitting currently at player 142 overall and running back 36. Not only is this not good enough for RB1 or RB2 considerations, it's not even good enough for a flex spot on the roster. <laughs> for the season, you have averaged a measly 13 points per game, and if you take out the first week, you've really only averaged 9.5 points per game since then. If those fraud charges weren't enough, you have also completely failed to appear this past week, leaving fantasy owners holding the bag as they had to scramble during bye week hell to replace your sorry ass. In addition to this, we are bringing charges against you for attempted murder as your quarterback Sam Ellinger almost died on Sunday without your presence at the lineup and was sacked a total of nine times by the New England Patriots. Not only have you let fantasy managers and the Indianapolis Colts organization down, you have also cost at least two coaches their jobs as well as one Hall of Fame quarterback. With no hope in sight, it appears that you may not even suit up again in the near future as your team, who was once a playoff hopeful, now looks to be in full tank mode the rest of the day. Mr. Taylor, it's in this court's opinion that you are not only no longer a starting viable piece, you simply aren't worthy of non-dynasty rosters from this point moving forward. We hereby sentence you to an eight-week sentence on the waiver wire. Hopefully after this stint, you can get your act together and make a difference in the fantasy community next season. This court is adjourned. You drop John Taylor in my league, I'm going to scoop his ass right up. That was a little harsh and, and irrational, if you ask me. I mean, especially in Dynasty. You a little harsh this week, you got to say. All right, well, stickers. again, we're getting into week 10. Let's talk about a little early. Who would you rather? Okay, here's a shout out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. All right, Justin, we'll start with you this week. Who would you rather, Tua versus Cleveland or Kyler Murray at the Rams? You're on mute. You're on mute. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> you should have. Change that to Brissett. Apparently, I should have. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Um, you know what? I just rattled off reasons to not start Kyler, so why would I do that? That's a perfect setup. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say Kyler just because I don't want to say Tua. <laughs> I went right to you on that one. I'm like, oh, I got a perfect one for Justin to start out. But, uh, but go with Tua. Go with Tua. Tua. <laughs> All right. It's, it's uh, finally proud to say it. All right, let's go to Nick for this one. Who would you rather this week? Tom Brady versus Seattle or Dak Prescott at Green Bay? Dak. I'm gonna go with Dak because that 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 53 minute uh, that 53 second uh, uh, 
offense is not going to sustain itself. I don't care if it's in I, in Germany. I don't care if it's in England. I don't care if it's in Tampa, Tampa. No, it's not going to work. I will take Dak all day. He's got better weapons right now. All right, Dak all day. I like it. Um, Fred, let's go to you here. Trevor Lawrence at Kansas City or Daniel Jones versus Houston? Wow. <clears throat> I'm going to go with old Daniel Jones. I, I, I was leaning toward Trevor, but Daniel Jones, he's going to get you points two ways with his feet and with his arm. I think they're going to come out the bye. They just lost to Seattle. The bye weeks passed. They regrouped. They're going to whip up on the, uh, I think it was the, the Texans or the Lions. The Houston Texans. Yes, sir. See, that's why I disagree with you. I think game script's going to dictate Trevor Lawrence is going to be the better play because they're definitely going to be. You, agree with me, you disagreed with me last time and you got smoked. I did? Yeah, really? Kansas City whipped up on the, uh, <laughs> the the Kansas City defense. They're way better. We're going to have to start looking back at things. I don't know what whoop you're talking about. All right, let's go to uh, Justin. Jared Goff at Chicago or Derek Carr versus Indiana or Indianapolis. Sorry. Indianapolis. Uh, oh, shit. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with Jared Goff because – Boom or bust, regardless, you know, at least he'll give you like 17 points. Derek Carr, you just don't know what the fuck you're going to get from him anymore. Mm. You know, you could get freaking 18 points or you could get like 1.5. Like, so I'm I'm going to go with the guy who I know will rack me in at least 16, win or lose, go with Jared Goff. All right, Nick, what say you? Justin Fields versus Detroit. Yes. Or Geno Smith at Tampa Bay. Justin Fields. Or at Germany, I should say. I don't care if he's playing on the moon. I'm, I'm taking Justin Fields. Yeah, he's definitely the hot hand to ride right now. All right, Fred, let's go to you. We're going to start with running backs. Josh Jacobs versus the Colts or Alvin Kamara versus the Steelers. Man, Kamara's been playing pretty good. Um, but the Colts have just been bad lately. Uh, I'm going with uh, Josh Jacobs versus the Colts. Uh, they've just been not good lately. And, and and now they have a whole coaching change, so I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, so yeah, it just Saturday. I know you just pulled him out the blue and made him coach. So <laughs> let's see how it works out. Right now, I'm going to run with Josh Jacobs because I believe in him a little bit more. All right, sounds good, uh, Justin. Travis Etienne at Kansas City or Kenneth Walker at Tampa Bay. <laughs> Whoa, that's two. a good one. Yeah, uh-huh. I like that one a lot. Um, you know what? They still haven't got Kenneth Walker involved really in the receiving game. They're still going to Travis Homer. That always worries me. I like his, I like what he's got. He's got a lot of moxie to him. He's going to be the guy who's going to be, you know, the Nick Chubb. He's always going to get you the yards, maybe a touchdown. But Travis Etienne right now is fire. Mm. He is absolutely gas on a freaking, you know, gas. Lighting up your lighting up gas, you know what I mean? He's, 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 yeah, he is, he is gasoline on a fire. He is just going freaking crazy. He is igniting it everywhere. Um, Travis Etienne is my guy. I've gotten to this point and I've taken all the long roads here. This guy's um, a writer. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay me enough. <laughs> well, they should actually pay me less. They should pay me less. Letty Fournette versus the Seahawks oh, or Jesus. Cordell Patterson at Carolina. Uh, Cordero Patterson. Um, again, Fournette, I don't know what the hell is going on down there. They they can't run the ball at all. He's got, I think, maybe 
300 and change on the season. And if he's not getting the passes, he's he's not getting you points. And especially if he's not getting you in the end zone, I am a frustrated Lenny Fournette owner. Uh, yeah, I am not going Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing is, like, I have Cordell Patterson in two leagues, and I sat him in both, and I'm like, well, how much are they going to use him? I mean, like, the so first thing I two saw, of, and, the, yeah, first thing, you know, I got the big NFL mix on my big uh, screen. You know, I got the Dolphin game and the other. And right in the corner, I see Atlanta and Carolina, and first thing is here is Cordell Patterson getting in the end zone. I'm like, rah, 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 rah. geez, oh, please, you can't win. All right, Fred, let's go to you here. Donta Foreman versus Atlanta this Thursday, or are you going David Montgomery versus the Lions? I'm going David Montgomery versus the Lions. I believe this is going to be an all-out, full-scale rushing attack this week. I think they're going to focus on fields, which will open it up for the backfield for to run a little bit more. All right, let me um, tug at Justin's heartstrings for a receiver. C.D. Lamb at Green Bay or Debo Samuel this week versus the Chargers? Um, Debo Samuel. I think this is going to be a game where they get Debo Samuel right if he plays. If he plays, that's the big, a big if. But I think this is going to be a game that they try and get him right. Um, last week or two weeks ago, it was obviously Christian McCaffrey's game. I don't expect that to be the full game script this one. I expect them to want to get everybody involved. Um, on the other side, you know, Green Bay right now is in shambles. That defense could probably outscore the Green Bay offense at this point. So I'm going to go with uh, the one game where I know that the run defense is absolutely atrocious. And if you get Debo Samuel some space, he's going he's gonna to make you pay. All right, Nick, let's go to you on this one. Brandon Cooks at the Giants or Drake London at Carolina? Drake London. I don't uh, – Brandon Cooks is awful this year. Uh, you, He can't find a Big Mac at a McDonald's. No, uh, no, done. No, I'm going Drake London. No Big Mac at McDonald's. So what would it be then? Uh, Fred, what say you on Chris Godwin versus Seahawks or Gabriel Davis versus the Vikings? Hmm. All right, so that's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with Gabe Davis versus the Vikings. I think it's going to be a back-and-forth play. I, I I still think Josh Allen plays. I've seen him throw that ball 70 yards after he was hurt. So I think he'll take the shot and just wear some protective uh, protection around his arm. And I think uh, they're going to come back and play really good. So Gabe Davis. All right, we'll see you on that one. Justin, let's go to you here. Kyle Pitts at Carolina or Dolchich at Tennessee? Dolchich. You just don't know when you're going to get Kyle Pitts. So, you know, just like Greg said, or not Greg, I'm sorry. Fred. Fred, I called you Greg. <laughs> the juice. <laughs> Fred, you know. <laughs> the juice the but, but just like Fred said, you got yourself a tight end one. You got yourself a guy to lock and load. And you thought you had no Kyle Pitts, but guess what? He's more of the Pitts than anything else in this one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the guy that I know is going to get targeted rather than the guy who might be run blocking when they do. The Pitts is the Pitts this year. All right, let's go to Nick on this next one. David Njoku at Miami or Robert Tunyon versus the Cowboys? Mm. Tunyon's success depends on who's not on the field at the time. Uh, I am yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go with Injoku. He just he just seems to to command more of attention. 
than what Tunyon does. Uh, Tunyon gets the ball when uh, when uh, Karen remembers his name and when uh, no one else is playing. So I'm going to go with Njoku. The Miami notoriously bad against tight ends as well. All right, Fred, let's go to the defense and finish it off. Are you going KC versus the Jags? Or are you going Tennessee versus the Broncos? Dang, they're really good. Uh, Tennessee versus the Broncos. KC versus the Jags. I am going to go – I didn't pick Trevor Lawrence before, so I'll stick with KC. I, I think they're starting to uh, really turn it up a little bit. Um, I kept the receipt from last week when we did the Tannehill versus KC thing. Kept it right here. So uh, Tannehill didn't play. So. Exactly. So you did the wrong pick. So <laughs> I got you. <laughs> what the hell is that? We're gonna stick with KC, and I think they have a great performance. I don't believe in Trevor Lawrence. Let's go. There's your one for Freddie. Ding. All right, let's go to Justin. Tampa Bay versus the Seahawks or Miami versus Cleveland? Um, Tampa Bay versus the Seahawks. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, listen, I think Tampa Bay's defense is still there. Their, their offense is obviously skeptical. When you look at Miami's defense, do they have the pieces? Yes. They have. They went out, they made Bradley Chubb. Uh, I mean, I think they, they kind of jumped the gun on that one, didn't even see what they got with him, and then they freaking said, oh, yeah, here's here's a whole truckload of money and an extension. Um, but anyways, you know, Miami needs to be play up to their mantra of last year of being a good defense, and Tampa Bay is already playing at that level. I think Tampa Bay has a better chance to shut down Seattle than I think uh, Miami does of shutting down that run game of Cleveland. All right, well, let's finish it up. Close it out tonight, Nick, with the Rams versus the Cardinals or New Orleans at Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to go with the Rams against the Cardinals because of that stat that was thrown out there, seven points per game less. Uh, that is seem, – the Rams seem to be um, Murray's kryptonite, so I'm going to go Rams versus um, – Cardinals because also Pittsburgh has some pride, so they're going to go out there and they're going to they're they're going to play it. So I and I'm not going to kind of count out Minka Fitzpatrick. No way. Yeah, well, we still got some injuries to look out for this week, so you know this is just kind of a little early for Week Ten. But make sure you go check out our rankings at tssfantasy.com. Check us out tomorrow night again. Hit that subscribe button and notifications button. We're going to have a fun big game Wednesday, um, weather permitting. No, just kidding. If I'm going to be outside or not. Uh, Big game Wednesday, Vikings versus Bills tomorrow night. So that'll be fun. Um, And then we're going to be doing our starts and sits and all of our fun stuff for our Wednesday show. As Justin alluded to, we got a fun TGIF Friday show coming up. And then, of course, wake up with TSS on Sunday morning. We appreciate all of you. And we are out. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.